Hey everyone, welcome to Tetsuo Tells a Story. I'm Tetsuo. Do you believe in cryptic creatures? Per request by you, my listeners, in this episode, the stories are about Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Did you know that in Florida, they're known as Skunk Ape? That's so weird, but it's so cool too. So the legend of Bigfoot isn't only limited to the U.S., so they're called Almas in Mongolian, Yeti in Himalayan, Yirin in Chinese, Yawi in Australian, and lastly, Bigfoot is called Malu in Hmong. Though this cryptic creature differs by name, by cultures, the identification and the description of Bigfoot are eerily similar. They're said to be extremely hairy with ape-like features. So Bigfoot is said to be anywhere between 7 feet tall to 12 feet tall. Large, long limbs, and of course, large feet. Unlike some other cryptic creatures that are specific to one or a neutral gender, Bigfoot can be both female and male. Such as the iconic short motion film known as the Patterson film, was said to have captured a female Bigfoot. So, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe and share the channel with families and friends. Now time to loosen up and turn on your nightlights. Now, please enjoy this episode titled, Six True Disturbing Encounters with Bigfoot. Story 1 Here's my encounter with a Malu, Bigfoot in Hmong. This incident happened during my teenage years in the 1980s in Laos. As many of you know, the country was pretty underdeveloped back then. So you'd have to navigate across many hills and, and take poorly paved paths to reach other villages. I didn't have a motorbike or any of the sort, so I had to walk everywhere. During this time, I had a girlfriend and she lived in a village that I would describe as four large hills away because I had to cross four big foresty hills to get to her village. Anyways, I went to visit her and we had an amazing time together. Before I knew it, it was getting dark and the sun was about to set. So I slowly trotted my way through two hills and on the third hill, Halfway through, I heard what I thought was my girlfriend's voice. So as I got to the top of the hill, I look back and I see a dark figure at a distance. I yelled down, Hey! hey, hey, hey. Why, Why are you following me? A few seconds later, this dark figure says something to the effect of, I miss you and please wait for me to catch up. So I thought to myself, Hmm, it definitely sounds like my girlfriend. I guess I can wait a bit. And so I waited, kicked around a few rocks and branches, and by this time, I could see the sting was halfway up the hill. And my god, it was not my girlfriend. It was a large being, covered in fur, and the stench I could smell it a mile away. 
I literally almost pooped my pants. I ran down the hill and this thing was gaining speed close to me and I could hear her deep laughter as it chased me. As my life basically flashed before me, I remember from stories told to me by my aunt and uncles that Bigfoots have terrible knees and ankles. So remembering that fact, I was running up this foresty hill and I started to run in a zigzag motion. So running uphill, I ran in this zigzag motion. And of course, she followed, which caused her pace to slow down even more. This bought me time, as I was now at the top of the hill. And the Bigfoot lady was struggling at the base of the hill. I blasted downhill and ran all the way to a crossroad. From there, I ran into a family that lives in the same village as me. They said that I look like I've just seen a ghost. And out of breath, I said, I'm being chased by Bigfoot. I thought it was my girlfriend at first, but as they got closer, I could tell it wasn't. This ultimately scared them too. Luckily, the family had a little farm shack nearby that we could hide in, so we hid in that shack. We stayed hidden for about a good 10 to 15 minutes, and that's when we started hearing some huffing and the rotten smell of flesh and decomposition filled that shack, and we could hear it groan. The family stayed with me all the way up until sunrise, and by then, folks were already walking around. Afterwards, I told my parents what happened. They called a shaman to bless my spirit. I've never since seen that female Bigfoot. I'm in the US now, so it's far from me. And of course, I'm an old man now. But I still have nightmares about this incident. Story 2 I live in northern Georgia, United States. Behind our house, there is a dense forest about 60 miles deep. One summer, I was walking around this river for a few hours that goes deeper into the woods. I was about to cross the river at a shallow part when I heard this loud whistle, maybe about 40 meters to the right of where I would have ended up after I crossed the water. I've never seen or heard any signs of anyone here before. I whistled back. After about 30 seconds, I heard it again, but from behind me. At this point, I was confused. Then I can smell this terrible stench. It was so pungent, I started gagging. I stopped in the middle of the river, and that's when I saw it. A large, hairy, bipedal creature walking through a clearing about 15 meters from me. It took one look at me, and it looked shocked, and the hairs on its shoulders stood up. I backed up quickly, and then turned around and sprinted. I've only told my dad about this, and he told me that he's seen them before, 
and to not tell anyone about them. I've never believed in Sasquatch or anything like that before that day. But there is no other explanation for what I've saw. Story 3 About 10 years ago, my family and I were up in the White Mountains of Arizona to cut down our Christmas tree. My dad was driving our truck with my grandpa in the front seat and my mom and sister in the back seat. I was in the bed of the trunk, our family's German short hair pointer. We were driving along a forest road and all of a sudden, my dog starts barking and growling. So I looked to see what it was. Maybe it was a bear or a mountain lion. But what I saw was a tall, dark figure walking parallel to the road about 60 to 70 yards away. I yelled at my dad to stop the truck. And when I told him, I think I see Bigfoot, he just laughed at me and continued to drive. When I looked back to get another look, the figure had changed directions and was walking away from the road. The last thing I saw was the thing's head disappearing down a hill. To this day, I still don't have an explanation for what I saw. Every time the situation comes up, my dad always makes me tell the story to everyone, just so he can laugh at it. Story 4 My dad and I were heading up to our land in Ely, Minnesota. This was just a few days ago with the full moon. We were about 30 minutes till our destination when the weirdest thing happened. My dad and I were driving on a two-lane forest road. Both sides of the road were surrounded by dense forests. My dad was driving and I was sipping on monster energy drink to stay awake because I was slowly dozing off. I was half asleep when BAM! I saw a huge flash of something big and furry suddenly sprint across a moving car. For a split second I was like shoot then BAM my dad slammed on the brakes and I heard a loud thump. It sounded like we hit something pretty big. And since it was a country road, it was kind of slippery. We spun out and hit a snowbank. Our tundra was now messed up. And for a second, my dad and I just sat there processing what the heck just happened. I got out with my dad, and it turns out we hit the thing just before it got across our car. So the driver's front side was messed up. The hood of the car was popped up and a left light was out. It was as if the whole car just got pushed in inward really hard. I asked my dad, what did we hit? That's when the look on my dad's face changed. He then just said, shh. Hey, let's talk about it later. We pulled out the snowbank slowly and surely and we limped the truck going only 20 miles per hour. 
when we got to our land, I said, Do we hit a deer, Dad? My dad said, No, we didn't hit a deer. A deer wouldn't cause this much damage. By this point, I was scared. It could not have been a bear either. There was no way a bear could sprint across on its two hind legs onto the middle of that road. That's fast. So right now, my dad and I are at a small hotel waiting for a tundra to get towed and for my mom to come pick us up. We think it's a werewolf or something. I know the story may sound kind of hard to believe, but it's what happened. It scared me and my dad, and it put my dad's trusty tundra in the shop. Any ideas what it was? I never really believed in this kind of stuff, but this happening really opened my eyes. Story 5 When I was a kid, I was playing by the woods at night, catching fireflies. We lived in the middle of nowhere. We were about a half hour drive to the closest town. Anyways, I heard some sticks breaking and I was getting excited thinking it might be a wild turkey. I was obsessed with turkeys, even though turkeys weren't really known for the area. I was a dumb kid. But now I know that, by the sound of the crackling sticks, that it could not have been a turkey, but something quite bigger. I run towards the trees and further from the hill, and I start to get this feeling, like I felt before I was about to be punished. Shots of adrenaline and fear. I stopped moving immediately, and my eyes were darting along the tree line. Rapidly searching for what was causing this fear as I broke out in a cold sweat. Two bright eyes, like a cat's eye, sat about three feet above the ground, about the size of a baseball. It wasn't the eyes watching from the darkness in a movie where they're sort of glaring. These eyes were wide open, unblinking, and staring right at me. I felt like prey. Then slowly the eyes rose up until the creature was standing at about six feet high. Now I can see its outline. It was huge, bigger than anything I've ever seen before. Then its lips pulled back from its teeth and I hauled my butt back to my house. I told my dad what I did and what I saw, and he gave me a spanking with the paddle for lying. It still upsets me that he didn't believe me, but what I saw is true. Story 6 My folks and I were cruising the waters of Howell Sound. During a weekday, we were out to catch the ever-elusive salmon, but little did we know we would get more than what we bargained for. At the end of Gambier Island, there were three bays. One of them is Center Bay, and at the north end 
is a wharf owned by an exclusive yacht club in Vancouver. We tied up intending to explore the property and to sleep overnight before bugging out first thing in the morning. My dad went out to check out the property and within minutes I followed. I went inside the house and found it in total ruins. Heading outside to check on the rear of the house, I heard three ape-like noises right behind me. Figuring that it was my dad, I told him to give it a rest. But a few minutes later, I saw my dad on the wharf, talking to my mom. Knowing that something didn't add up, I wanted to quiz dad on his whereabouts, but refrained. Later, I took a hike beyond the house and found a trail that led to a number of fruit trees in an abandoned orchard. Wondering if any fruit was on the trees, I got in among the trees, reacting to a feeling of being watched. I turned and saw something that took two to three seconds to register. Standing about 50 to 60 yards away was a creature standing about seven feet high and weighing several hundred pounds and super hairy. It was a Sasquatch. This thing spooked me. We looked at each other for a few moments before the Sasquatch moved into the deeper forest. He was just interested in keeping an eye on me. After sunset, I called my dad out to the back of the boat. I had heard the same ape noises from earlier in the day on a nearby rocky slope. For several minutes, my dad and I heard Sasquatch splashing in the water, and it sounded like they were having a great time doing so. Just in case of further contact, I slept with one eye open that entire night. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this Sasquatch episode. So if you haven't, please check out my other episodes. And if you have a recommendation, shoot it below in the comments. I hope to see you in the next one. Thanks.